It's time to start, and we will stand if you can and find the hymn books. Turn the page. A little different. 410. The last page in your book. Page 410. The bottom of the page. It's a, it's a course from the Youth of Christ in 
me. Use me. Some people have said, use me up, Lord, for you. Pay no sense. Number six. Sardis, the, the church of Sardis, and the, the pastor, the people. 
He told them to strengthen the things that remain. That was meaning make them firm, strengthen, establish. Don't be, uh, more and more I studied about it in different places. Yeah. The word kept coming up, soft. Yeah. They were so soft yeah. and so self-confident, they didn't have any strength, didn't have any life. We can only have life in the Spirit of God. Amen. Yes. Amen. In this song it said, though rough the road, I shall not... We don't need to waver. We need to be firm, steadfast, unmovable. And then he added, always abounding. Amen? Let's sing verse 2 one more time. All the way we can not waver is have strong, solid faith. Yes. Amen? In Him. I'm glad I know.
turning. Be careful there, but it's something about that wheel turning. Turning <laughs> Amen. Something about the moving of the Spirit. Amen. It's unique. You want to have a special prayer request to see? Never. Yeah. Chamberlain, you know, it's, um, Kent, it's my stepsister, her father-in-law out in California, request for a Wednesday night. He uh, got sent to the hospital by him with COVID. My mom was testing this afternoon, so he's not doing good. So. And his wife, she passed a few years ago, so it's been kind of tough for me. I just remember Ken Chamberlain. Brother Robert, uh, your mother has developed uh, some kind of something on her face, on her right hand side, and uh, we're real worried about it. It's not doing any good. Yes. Please pray for my mom. I called her. Uh, she got my sisters, and she answered, and she talked a little bit. And the doctor gave her medicine, you know, like they do. And, uh, she said it seemed to be maybe a little better today, but. Uh, it's always uh, scary. So please pray for that. Um, remember my family, our 25-year-old sister, her name's Dave. She overdosed on heroin on Wednesday night, and they had to do CPR to revive her. She has a four-year-old daughter, and the daughter is now living with my mother. So it's just a huge mess. So please pray for my mom and my sister, Dave. Yes. Brother Robert, Sister Jamie Holcomb called or texted me and said that somebody from Brother J.J. West Church, they're, they're asking for prayer. Uh, they died from COVID. And so the family is needing prayer up there. So she said, we have needs in our family. Yes. Tanya, you remember her yeah. Yeah. Okay. granddaughter? And, uh, remember yeah. my brother-in-law, because his heart's bothering him. And the heart doctor, because he's diabetic, he has to be treated different from a regular person. And me and Jackie, please. And we got several that are out on the, I guess, on the road. Uh, I know uh, Monica and Elizabeth are heading to Dover. And hopefully, Brother Steve is coming back from Delaware. Uh, so let's remember them. Kathy and Jeffrey are somewhere on the road. And so pray that they come back safe. Then don't forget our elders. 
Sister Joyce, I don't think has been feeling well. Let's remember her in prayer. And let's remember Dan and, and uh, Dan Lord and Becky. Dan has not been doing well physically lately, so let's remember him. Also, continue to remember uh, Ron and Jacqueline, um, uh, Jack Dance and Donna Dance, Otis Williams, uh, Diane Kicklider. Let's remember all these in prayer. And we also have been missing the loops today. Let's remember them in prayer. And um, I know we're missing someone else, but I. Monica's mother, too, has uh, that mask. She's got that strong to over five inches. And so you're real concerned about And she doesn't want, it, doesn't want surgery done, so let's remember that. All right. Lot to pray for it. Please yes. remember our lost loved ones. Amen. Remember uh, our country, our yes, leaders, and our leaders, our churches. Yeah, that's who I was missing. I guess I'll be traveling back tomorrow. I don't know. Whatever. So ask the Lord to protect them. Um, my sister also that really is primary caregiver for my mom and dad lives right up the road, but. Uh, from them, but she, she's just one of those that pushes herself beyond all yeah. things, and she has a very serious heart condition, so please do remember her, and uh, she has a couple of children, well, they're young adults now, I think I'm a little, you know, but they're young adults now, and, and uh, ask the Lord to help them to uh, guide their lives, Guide their lives. Yes. <clears throat> Those that we've missed on it, that's quit coming in the last few years. Uh, like Brandon and Tammy and more away a All right. Awesome. All these repairs, let's remember and let's find our place to pray. Oh! 
God. How to reach out spiritually. Amen. And to do it spiritually, it takes a little physical effort too. Come on. More than just, you know. Are you praying? Oh yeah, I'm praying. Your eyes are open. Oh, well, you know. We're not careful. We'll get into this all these uh, types of of ways that are sure God answers prayer when your eyes are open. But when you're in God's house, that's the time for us to kneel and to pray. That's the time to lift up holy hands unto the Lord. Come on. Not just, you know, when you feel like it. A lot of times, and I'm getting the impression here this evening, y'all aren't feeling too much like it. I know, it's cooler. Leaves are dropping off the trees, and, you know, things are just kind of zoning. But I don't want to zone when it comes to worshiping my God. He's been so good to us. So very good. Amen. Better than we ever deserve. And I thank the Lord. Amen. That He reached down. Amen. Pulled me out. And I'm glad the Lord pulled you out too. Amen. Amen. Some of the old timers would say, let's all go together. Come on, let's join together. Let's make heaven our home. And I do appreciate all that the Lord's doing. Uh, I'm going to ask my father-in-law come and receive the offering here this evening if you would and if you would uh, pray Lord thank you this evening for their service thank you for their good people thank you Lord you've been good to us all of our lives I praise you I thank you yes Lord thank you Jesus oh yes it brought us out I love you tonight I love your people Lord this time we pray that you touch the hearts of everybody Help them to give, oh God, and give liberally, we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Dave. All right. Teresa, if you want to. We got one coming. Come on, Peggy. Yes, y'all been singing a song. Come on with me now. We don't know. We're going to sing it out there with the people. Come on. Testify, Brother Jackie. I'm glad to be here today. Yes, sir. I could be in the hospital. Yes. God, so merciful. We talked about grace this morning. Grace was all over me. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about y'all. Grace is still abounding. Yeah. I'm glad tonight that grace is all we need. Yeah. I'm glad that for Jesus Christ. Yes. Grace. Take that thing off. I can't hear you. I tell you, all the true people. We need to wake up. Yeah. We need to wake up and smell the roses. Yes. People dying out there. Lord. Yes. We're saved. But Brother Todd, you're doing the right thing. You're doing the right thing. Paul, what did Paul always say? 
I'm always in harm's way. Yeah. I'm always in harm's way. We talked about we gotta get out of our safety zone. Come on. If I can just convince my little wife that things will be a whole lot better. Yeah. But I thank God tonight that I am better. Yes. I am stronger. Thank the Lord. Yeah. God has given me a time to do some study. Yes, sir. The Word of God. Well, help us do this. Come on, way. that's right. It will carry us a long way. Yes, sir. Come on. Pray for me. I ain't made it yet. Oh, me neither. Yeah, that's what Terry is always saying. Yeah. We got to make it. Yes. Thank the Lord. Amen. Wow. Amen. That was good. Amen. I feel that.
Lord. I hope you got hope. Amen. We've got to have hope. Amen. Hope of a better day. You ever notice all the betters in the book of uh, Hebrews? Huh? Was it seven or nine? Betters in the book of Hebrews. Amen. A better hope. A better promise. Amen. A better covenant. Amen. Things are better when you have the Lord. They're so much better. And I appreciate the Lord. Amen. Let Jeff, we're trying. <laughs> uh, I'll testify. I'll testify. I'll testify. I just appreciate the Lord. I'm going to walk. Wow. Oh, I appreciate the Lord and all His goodness to me. And um, I'm so thankful that there is hope yes. for a better place for us yes. to go to. And, um, you know, just thinking about that song, um, there's a land that's better. Where the soul lives on. We don't have to worry about dying. We're going to a better place, you know. I'm just so thankful, you know, that the Lord showed me mercy and gave me that hope that I can go. And um, I just appreciate his goodness to me. He's been helping me this week. And um, earlier this week, you know, he told me a few things I need to take care of. And after I took care of him, I have felt so much better. My load has been lighter. And I just, I appreciate him. And I'm just expecting great things. Yes. Yeah. 
And so uh, this is just a little song we did yesterday. I don't know it too loud, but we're going to try. <laughs>
always good. And I tell you, I love, I love these services where the Lord just been helping our people, encouraging us. We need that. I got to thinking. I um, I bought a certain brand of uh, uh, tools that I like, pretty good. And uh, if I'm doing a lot of work, I generally have to charge them about once or twice a week. And I was thinking, you know, coming to church is kind of like a quick charge for us. You know, build those batteries back up. Amen. We need it. Amen. But we don't need to just wait till we're at church to get our batteries charged. We need to be able to do it at home also. So if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3. Thank the Lord. And if you can, stand with us. Those that are able, stand with us as we we read here this evening. This is again a part of Scripture that's just kind of hard to to, uh, let go of once you get a hold of it. It just goes on and on and on, Brother Robert. All right, Colossians chapter 3 and starting in verse 1. Say amen if you have it. Amen. All right, say oh me if you don't. All right, we'll wait. All right, starting in verse 1 of Colossians chapter 3. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with Him in... Glory. Come on, glory. That's what we were talking about. Mortify, therefore, your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, uh, covetousness, which is idolatry, for which uh, things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience, in the which ye also walked sometime when ye lived in them. But now ye also put off all these, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, uh, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not one to another, seeing that ye put off the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the light, I'm sorry, the image of him that created him. Where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision or uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond nor free, but Christ is all in all. Therefore, uh, I'm sorry, put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved vows of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. And if any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things put on charity, 
which is the bond of perfectness. And let the peace of God rule in your heart, to the which also ye are called in one body, and be thankful. It's hard to stop. And let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord. Let's bow our heads. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank You for Your Word. We thank You, Lord, for Your Word of such good instruction, Lord. Such common instruction that is needful amongst Your people. Help us, Lord. Oh, Lord, I know we are forgetful people, but Lord, remind us again and again and again, Lord. Your Word, help it to go deep into our hearts. Help us not to forget Your ways. But Lord, help us, Lord, to bring glory and honor unto You through the lives that You live through us. Help us, we pray, in Your blessed and holy and righteous name, that name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen. 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 A lot to unpack here. But it said, If ye be risen with Christ, you know, that's an important distinction if ye be risen with Christ. If you have followed Christ through the baptism and been raised one more time. If God has raised you up out of sin and into His marvelous light. If you have been risen with Christ, seek those things that are above. The heavenly things. The spiritual things. The things that are not earthly. Those things that are not bound on earth. Amen. We're to seek those things that are above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. You ever wonder about what heaven is going to be like? I don't mean a little fleeting going through your thoughts. huh? Will you ever dwell on it for a little bit? About that river of life? Huh? That clear river. Y'all ever seen? I know if you're from down in Georgia, you, we don't see clear rivers like they do in different parts of the country. But up in um, Missouri or Missouri up there, they got some clean rivers. Yeah. And you can look and see all the way to the bottom, 25, 30 feet. Uh, I've, uh, I've dived in that uh, Lake Fork before. And they got like a hundred foot visibility in that water. Just amazing. Amen. Down in South Florida, the Crystal River, in those areas, you can see, and it's just, it's almost like there's nothing there. It's just clear. God's water is even clearer. And more pure, amen, than anything we see here. Think on the Lord's things about that tree of life and the the promises that He's given to us, that new city. Amen. And the bride of Christ is going to be there. It says, set your affections on things above, not on the things, uh, not on things on this earth. You know, 
It's not hard to become distracted. Spiritually and physically. Amen. Uh, spiritually and even if you're driving, I, I used to feel like I could, and I did. It was bad. Teresa got me out of the habit, but I'd read the newspaper sometimes riding to work. Huh? Yeah. And I was able to keep it in the lanes. I can't do it now. Matter of fact, if I see something on the side of the road and I look at it and I say, Teresa, look, if I'm not careful, here I go. <laughs> huh? Distractions. This world has got a lot of bright lights and a lot of sights to see. But the Bible said for us to set our affection our thoughts, our hearts, Amen. our hopes on the things that are above. Amen. And not upon this world. We're to send our hearts and our affections on those things that are spiritual. Amen. I don't know about you, but even after all these years, I want more of God. And the more of God that I have and the more of God that I find, I want more of Him. Amen. And... uh. I like for it to be said when I, if I pass, you know, before the rapture comes, you know, that was a godly man. I remember when he did something for Lord, huh? I want to be a good mirror, a mirror that's been cleaned, bright. Amen. So that you don't see this old bald-headed, wrinkly old man, but you see Christ in me. Amen. I've set my affections on things above. Not on the things of the earth. Amen. Why? We are dead. We're dead. Now, there's two types of death. This morning, we, uh, we uh, had a Sunday school lesson about the, uh, the church at Sardis who had a reputation of being alive. Talking about being alive to God. But in reality, they were dead to the Lord. Now I'm talking the opposite way. I'm talking about being alive, I'm sorry, being dead to this world and also alive to, this, to the Lord. And so he says we are dead. Huh? I parked right next to a candy red. I think it was an F-150 decked all out. And I thought, Brother Jackie, I've done that one time and I'm not interested. I'll take my little Prius and just go home. Come on. But if we're not careful, we'll get our affections on those special things. Those things we think are worth so very much. But you know when you're dead and gone, if the Lord tarry, your youngins or somebody will sell it for, you know, 10 cents on the dollar. You know what that means? You paid $100 for it, they'll sell it for $10. Come on. But you thought awful lot about it. In God's eyes, it's nothing. It's nothing. We're to be dead. Dead to this world. Dead to the influences of this world. Dead. Amen. And our life hid in Christ Jesus. It's important to be in Him. There are a lot of people that hide. Can't find them when you need them. Oh, come on. But to be hid in Christ, that's what matters. Yeah. Said, and when Christ, who is our life, 
So Sheila, I think I preached from here not long ago, didn't I? Probably did. Anyway. When Christ who is our life, is He your life? What is your life? I know mothers, y'all have children at home. And if you're not careful, you'll forget all about the Lord and it'll all be about taking care of them youngins. You know? And if somebody asks you, what you been doing all day? Oh, I've been taking care of youngins. That ain't your life. Don't let that be your life. Don't let that be what defines you. Amen. Remember, mothers, on your knees is the next generation of the church. Amen. Uh, Susanna Wesley, if some of you younger uh, mothers would read that book about Susanna Wesley. I can't remember how many children she had. 12, 14, I don't remember. She had a gob of them. Huh? How many? 18 or 19. 18 or 19, Brother Robert says. Amen. And you know what? She spent special time with each child. Yes, she did. Now she had to make a schedule out, mind you. Okay? And but then those children had special instructions too. When mama goes in the prayer closet, don't knock, don't call me, don't come in unless the house is on fire. Which it did one time. Huh? Come on. And she raised, I don't remember how many preachers out of there. Not only did you have John Wesley, but you had Charles Wesley. And great men of God that came out of there even though her husband was sorry and no good. A drunk. Drunk and claiming to be a preacher. Come on. Amen. Our life. What is our life? Jesus is our life. Christ is our life. Amen. Feeling His Spirit is our life. Amen. That word Christ not only points to Jesus Christ, but it points to the anointing of the Holy Ghost and fire. Amen. It means to be anointed. Amen. And so we are to be anointed. Our life is to be anointed. Are you anointed when you go to work? I didn't say annoyed. I said anointed. Huh? Are you a witness at your work? Huh? Our life. What is our life? And when Christ who is our life shall appear, then shall ye also appear with Him in glory. Amen. Amen. I don't know about you, but that's my hope. That's what I hang my hat on. I'm hoping for the rapture. I'm hoping for that resurrection day. I'm hoping for that time when the last trump of God shall uh, sound and the dead in Christ shall rise. Amen. And they that are alive and remain shall be risen with Him also. Amen. Then we talk about mortify. Mortify. I know some of you are mortified by things. Huh? You know, it's just like, how can that be? Mortify. But mortify means to kill. God does not tell us to commit suicide. Suicide is self-murder. 
But here he says, mortify, kill, therefore, the members, those things that are causing you trouble here upon the earth. Fornication and uncleanness, inordinate affection or inordinate passions. Having passions for things that you know are sinful, you know are contrary to the Word of God. Uh, having an inordinate passion or affection for it's like a drunkard who gets drawn to a drink or to a, a dope uh, someone who's on, on drugs and how they're drawn and they just got to have one more hit inordinate affection but it can be more than that can if I can just watch one more soap opera do they even have soap operas anymore I don't know yeah. anyway I don't know. It's been so long. <laughs> but uh, I got to hear one more country music song. Come on. Inordinate affections. Inordinate passions. Evil concupiscence. Which means, amen, a wanting or a longing for something that is wrong. Covetousness, greedy, it's someone being greedy. Covetousness with idolatry. <coughs> During this particular time, there was a lot of idols. But you know what? The idols wasn't really those stone things. Wasn't really those telomeres or whatever they call them. Wasn't really any of those little things, but it was their things. You make your idols those things that you desire. You make those idols those things you want to be. You make of yourself an idol when you want to be somebody that you're not. Amen. Mortify these things. Kill them. And listen, the Bible says, For which things saint the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. Folks, there's no exception. If we disobey God, we are a child of disobedience. And wrath comes. Have you ever felt the wrath of God? Have you ever felt like God was against you? Huh? I've been there. I want to tell you something. It's not hard to get out of that. Huh? It's not hard. We talked about Balaam the other day. About how Balaam took that donkey and was riding in the way and the donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing there with a sword drawn uh, to, to slay Balaam. But Moses had a problem too. And Moses, as he was heading to his job when he being called down in Egypt, he met the angel of the Lord in the way. And that angel was mad at Moses, God's called man. The man God prepared for this. And he was upset with him and would have killed him had it not been for his good wife. You can read that different ways, but I'm going to tell you something. It was a good wife that was willing to step in when the father, Mr. Moses, wouldn't do it and circumcised his, those children as they were supposed to have been doing. And so if Moses could lose out, what about us? Don't think you've got to pass. Because we don't. Amen. You want to be a child of God? Act like a child of God. 
Amen. Live like a child of God. And that's why he goes on and says, but now put off these things. These things aren't supposed to be amongst us. Don't we all fight them? Anger. Who in here has gone all last week without being angry once? I kind of figured Josh at least would. But, uh, huh? Wow. Put it off. Put it off. Put it off. And raft. Don't you know that James told us that the raft of man worketh not the righteousness of God? Well, I'm just going to, uh, you know, uh, my righteous indignation. Quit using that as an excuse because you're trying to supersede what the Scriptures right here are saying. Put off raft and malice. You know what malice is? Ill will. What was that thing that old... Uh, distractions. What, what was that thing that Brother Holcomb used to say? Whenever so he said, I wish I wish somebody take their candy from them or something like that. That was their that was his way of trying to be polite about it. But if you say something in wrath, if you say something in malice, it's still malice. Amen. So put off malice. Blasphemy. Filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not one to another. What? In church, we don't lie one to another. Huh? When Brother Jeff asks you, are you okay? And something comes on you like, uh-oh, he knows. But then you lie to me and say, oh no, everything's fine. Hello? Don't lie one to another. Now I'm not telling you you got to tell me all your personal deeds. I, I'm not. I don't tell you. You have to do that, but don't lie. Someone asked me this morning, "How are you doing today?" I, I said, "Okay." Hello. You can be truthful, amen. And so don't lie one to another. And it is important for us to put on this new man. This man who has been renewed in the knowledge after the image of Him that created us. Amen. We're to put on Christ Jesus. We're to walk as Christ Jesus. You say, Brother Jeff, that's woo, that's a big tech. That's what He's called us to do. And you know what? You can. Amen. You can do that. You may think, no, no one will think... I, well, if you're going around preaching at everybody, they might not. Hello? Amen. If you go around grumbling at how terrible everything is, they might not. Amen. But if you go around living like Christ, acting like Christ, having mercy on those who are sick and needy, amen. You know, Christ never had one person come up to Him and ask for a piece of bread or ask for something and He said, well, if you get out and get a good job, you know. Hello? Jesus never said that. Never said to the woman with the issue of blood, 
you know, if you had tried Jesus first, you wouldn't be in this kind of shape. Never said nothing like that, but had compassion. Hallelujah. We need to put on the new man, renewed in knowledge after the image of Him that created Him. We need to put on Jesus Christ. Amen. Where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond nor free, but Christ is all in all. Don't, don't be like you want to be some politician. Don't want, don't, I know, I've had them too. I've had my Christian heroes. I want to be like that man. I want to be like that preacher. It never works out. You're just going to be who you are in Christ Jesus. Amen. And he says, Therefore put on as the elect of God, holy and beloved bows of mercy. To have pity. Have pity. Do you have pity on others? Y'all need to pray for Brother Jeff. Through the years, I've had some... See, I'm trying to put this more toward the past than the, the exact present right now. People come and ask me, Brother Jeff, should I move closer to the church or farther away? I've had that asked to me. So just like a good pastor, I said, I think you need to move closer to the church. And you know what they've done? They move further away. And then there come a time I get a telephone call. We don't have gas money to come to church. You live too far. Hello? Huh? So we're to have, you know how many times I would have liked to say, well, if you took taken the advice I gave to you, you wouldn't be in this mess. But instead, I said, I know. If we can help you, let me know. We'll do what we can. We're to have mercy. Pity. Can I tell you something? Things in life come to us that we never imagined will come. And there will be times that you never thought you would be in the, the, the place that you are, in a tight spot. And you're going to be glad that you had mercy on others. Because when you get there, then you'll have mercy. People will have mercy on you. Amen. So put on holy and beloved bowels of mercy. Kindness. Now, that word kindness, we know what kindness means. Uh, kindness means being nice to others and being helpful. But here, this particular word means useful. You know, oh, you're hungry. We'll pray for you. Hello? I think we can do more than just pray, can't we? At least the most of us can give them a dollar. Huh? Hello? Two dollars. We can give a little food. We could say, come on to my house. Let me give you something out of the freezer. Come on. So we are... To be have kindness. And we're to have humbleness of mind. Modesty. I'm going to tell you folks, 
It's harder for some to be more modest than others in their mind. Okay? Woo! Why are y'all so quiet? Is my preaching that dead, honey? No. Okay. Modesty of mind. Humbleness of mind. You might think you know it all and you might have all the answers, but you may not have the answer for what's going on in your life right then and now. We need the wisdom that cometh from above. Not earthly wisdom, but wisdom from the Lord in how to do things. And sometimes God's ways are so different than our ways. Sometimes, amen, uh, you may not think it, you know, I, I know in, in years gone by, I had financial trouble. And I went to my creditors and I said, would you give me some time? Would you help me? And I thought for sure they just cut me off, but did you know they worked with me? Hello? We need to be humble of mind. I've told different ones from time to time. Well, call them and tell them what's going on in your life and see what happens. And later on, I, I get word back. Oh, it didn't work that way. I said, well, did you call and do what? No, I just knew they wouldn't. Let me tell you something. There's a lot of times there's folks, amen, even worldly folks, that they'll help a Christian and they don't even know why they'll help a Christian. Yeah. Woo! Amen. And so, be humble of mind. Take the low side. Take the humble side. Amen. Meekness. This here in these Scriptures, uh, in this meekness is talking about gentleness. Amen. Now, I'm not talking, men, about sissifiedness, but I'm talking about gentlemanness. Amen. You can open the door. You can, uh, you know, let a lady in. Please do let the ladies in first. Come on. Hold the doors for the elderly. Amen. Help them. Let Otis come in first. Amen. When they give honor to whom honor is due. Amen. Gentleness. Brother Jackie's an elder. Give them honor. As part of gentleness. And here it says long suffering. That's really long suffering. Any in here ever suffered through a trial for a week? Okay. Anyone in here suffered a trial for a month? Huh? Anyone suffered a trial for six months? Yes. For a year? For two years? Woo! Long suffering. And to keep the right spirit through that. That's what God's calling us to do. To keep the right spirit. Forbearing one another. Now that doesn't mean forsaken one. That's not what that means. It says forbearing, which means holding up one another. Encourage one another. Encourage them in the Lord. Encourage them to keep going. Not to give up. Encourage them. I know there are some that are hard to encourage. There are some. There are some that are, oh, help me, Lord. 
almost impossible to encourage. Because when you try to encourage them, they already, oh, what are you saying? Someone mentioned in the testimony, they said they feel like almost backsliding here tonight. Can I tell you what backsliding is? If, if you're not where you were at at the highest point in your spiritual life, you have backslidden. Not all backslidden sliding means that you're away from God and not saved anymore. Hello? Sometimes in a, in a trial, we get through a hard time. But I'm going to tell you something. I don't want to let anything go that God's given to me. I don't want to let anything go that I've been taught. I don't want to let anything go that the Word of God has communicated to our hearts and to our lives. I don't want to do it. Amen. Now sometimes I feel like kicking my heels up. Not as much as I used to. Amen. It's just because I'm older. But... There are some times, amen, I feel good in the Lord. So we are to put these things on. Notice how God does here. He not only says kill some things, He says take some things off, but then He turns around and says put some things on. Amen. Forbearing one another, holding them up, Forgiving one another. Well, Brother Jeff, just as soon as they ask me to forgive them, I'll do it. That's not what I'm talking about. Amen. Forgiving one another. Let me just skip down. It says, even as Christ forgave you. When did Christ forgive you? Well, whenever... I asked forgiveness when I was younger. No, He didn't. He forgave you back on the cross. In A.D. 30, way back then, He forgave you. Amen. And while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You said, Brother Jeff, I wasn't even born. But you have to understand, Christ is an eternal being. He always exists. He exists in all of eternity past and all in eternity future. Amen. He died for us while we were yet sinners. Amen. Forgiving one another. We need to forgive one another. Oh, can I tell you? We're living in a caustic uh, society today. One of no forgiveness one of malice, one of all. We've got to forgive. 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 Put it behind us. Forget about it. Amen. Don't bring it up again. Forgive. Forgive one another. And if any man have a quarrel against any, you got a problem with somebody? Huh? They borrowed my tool and I never got it back. I wasn't thinking of him. Anyway. <laughs> they borrowed my tool and broke it. How's that? <laughs> they bo- broke my trailer. That's right. Oh, I'm sorry. They're just picking. 
Amen. It says if we have a quarrel, if we have a blame on somebody, amen, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. <clears throat> and above all things, put on agape. Charity. Love. Which is the bond of perfectness. Completeness. Can I tell you something? When you love somebody, it's hard to talk against somebody. When you're for somebody and you're trying to lift them up, amen, forbear, hold them up, it's hard to talk against people, amen? And so we need to be doing these things. And God said for us to put these things on. Mm -hmm. Teresa gives a song. Yeah. I'm not preaching long here tonight. In verse 15, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts. To rule, to be over, to dictate, to direct, to tell you, to command you, to remind you. Yeah. Amen. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts. To the which also ye are called in one body. And be ye thankful. Youngins, be thankful. Be thankful to the older ones. Older ones, be thankful to, the, to each other. You ever thank the children? Thank you. You did a good job. You'd be surprised how far that goes. Amen. It goes a long ways. Be thankful. Amen. So here this evening, I want to remind us, set our affections on things above. Amen. Amen. So I'm just going to invite us to come around this altar here tonight. Amen. I'm sure something in here got you. Because we all need to move up. Amen. So let's come. And let's pray and ask God to help us here this evening. Come on.
Amen. And I appreciate the good spirit we've had here tonight. And I move. I appreciate the Lord for that. And get one got a word before we dismiss. I thought the service was good. I thought you preached good. I know you did. I read my Bible. You were right on it. I appreciate that. I really do. Thank the Lord. All right. All right. Some of y'all don't forget to reach out to these that are missing and let them know that you miss them. And uh, check on them. All right. All right. All right. Lord bless you. Bump fists. Keep your distance. You're dismissed. <laughs>